0: Hey guys, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I wanted to talk to you about resisting change. So my grandma is probably one of the strongest women I know, just has been through a lot and just continues to go through a lot physically. You know, she is in her 90s, her upper 90s, and you know, she just turned 95 to me ninety six in December, and she has been through so much. She broke a hip, she's broken her nose, she broke her hips actually twice, and you know, for some people, breaking a hip would be a death sentence, and it wasn't for her. She went through therapy and got through more than they even thought she ever would and that was several years ago and she broke a hip again and went through therapy and was in recovery and she's lived on her own you guys she has lived on her own and i mean my mom has had to go and help her a lot but she lived on her own until really just recently she started getting infections because you know it's been harder for her to get up and go to the bathroom and so that's been an issue for her and that caused an infection and So now we're in this place with her where we have to decide that she needs to go to assisted living. She's been in her own apartment, you know, I mean, for years she lived in a trailer. She moved into a trailer when my grandpa died and she was there for probably 40 years and lived on her own and did everything. And this is a woman who never learned how to drive. So people would have to take her to the store, but she lived on her own and did her own thing and raised her kids and then also helped raise my, you know, cousins and I because our parents worked and they were single moms and she helped raise us and did all of these amazing things. I mean, she was just amazing in what she did. And, you know, a few years ago, it was like 2011, I think. Her trailer started, you know, it just became dilapidated, as they do, you know, they don't hold up, and the floor started caving in, and different things started happening, and we said, you know, you need to move. She didn't want to, because that was her home, and that's where she wanted to be, but, you know, we moved her, and begrudgingly, she went. And we moved her into an apartment facility. And it wasn't assisted living. It was just an an apartment facility for people who were older. And you had to be buzzed in. But there was really no extra care. And she was okay there for a few, you know, just like a year. And then she broke her hip and had to go into the hospital and had to go into a rehab facility. And in the rehab facility, I think... Her total mindset changed, and she just decided that she was old, and we were forcing this on her, and she hated it, and she was never the same after she came out of this rehab facility. I really think she thought we were sending her to a nursing home, and she wasn't going to go home again, and she just decided from that point forward that she was not going to give everything 100%. I really do believe that, because she had done therapy, and in years past when she did therapy, they were always amazed at how well she did, and at this point, she just did what she had to do to get by. She ended up going back to her apartment, and she did what she had to do to get by, but she didn't complete therapy the way they wanted her to. She quit early, and my mom ended up going over and taking over and taking her things to eat, like she didn't get up to cook anymore, she didn't get up to go to the bathroom anymore, and these were all things that she did for herself up until this point, point. and I know my mom was, she meant well and thought she was doing the right thing for her, but I really, you know, when, in retrospect, when we look back at it, we think it probably wasn't the right thing because she really needed to make her do things for herself. But my mom was being a good daughter, and she carried really a lot of the sole responsibility. She has siblings. One lived far away, so he's not really around to help. And she has other two siblings, and they helped when they could. But really, she carried the sole responsibility. And it was weighing on her. Well, you know, my grandma kept getting infections because she wasn't getting up to go to the bathroom by herself. And I don't say this to embarrass my grandma or anything. I have so much total respect for her. She she is a kick-ass woman. She really is. But, you know, you get older and after this last bout of being in the nursing home just to have rehab, I really think she just decided it was over for her and she didn't take rehab seriously. Like before she had a she had a shoulder injury and she had a torn rotator cuff and they say that that is one of the worst therapies you can go through and she not only did it she raised her arm above her head and the therapist said she would never be able to do that again and she was like look at me I did it you know I'm going to prove you wrong because she's seriously just a, she's a badass and she did it and was like, okay, tell me what else that I can't do. I'm going to prove you wrong. And she did that. You know, and this time was different. This was the one time that was truly different for her. She, She didn't do the therapy the way they wanted her to. I mean, she did at first, but when she came home, she was supposed to continue with therapy and she didn't. So she never fully got the use of her legs back the way that they were supposed to work. And one of her legs, she was leaning on one leg more than the other. And so she had, now her legs were, it was like uneven because she supported one leg more than the other. And those who are therapists out there are going to be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But she didn't, you know, she didn't do the therapy the way she was supposed to. And she didn't complete it. And she just wanted to go back to her apartment, and she just wanted to sit. And she just sits, you know, and that's what she does. And so she, a few months back, had an infection. You know, she had a UTI because if you're not getting up to go to the bathroom as often as you should be, then, you know, that's going to happen. And all all the nursing people out there listening to me are like, yes, this is going to happen. Well, it did. And she started seeing little children playing in her apartment. And, you know, of course, we kind of laughed because we're like, oh, who are you seeing? You know, she would see little children and a parade going out of her window. And she lived on the second floor. So obviously, you know, there's no parade going by her window. But we knew that she must have had an infection. So we called the doctor. They called something in. But the problem was it you know, they might clear that one up, but it doesn't go away because the situation is not changing. She's not getting up to go to the bathroom. And so there's no change in that situation. So she's still getting more infections. And this time it was pretty severe. She was seeing half people, you know, she said, well, there's a boy who's half his body is floating around my apartment. And, you know, like, okay, well now she's definitely got an infection. So she had to be hospitalized, and they said, you know, she can't live on her own. And the problem is, you know, you've got her children, but she's so stubborn and with it most of the time. I mean, she is not out of it. Most of the time, she knows more than you do. She can tell you what you did when you were two when you don't know. She has all of her dates and everything. She's so with it. But, you know, the infection, of course, causes that to go away, and she had to be hospitalized. And in the hospital, you know, they've, they've said, and we've known this is coming, that, you know, she can't live on her own, you know, she needs care, because that infection's going to continue to come back if she doesn't have somebody there to help her. And we know that, you know, we're not, we're not trying to avoid the topic. We know it's coming, but it's just a very difficult thing, especially when the person you're dealing with still has their senses about them. And my grandma is very set in her ways and is very much a private person and doesn't want to go to a place where, and this is the funny thing about her, she does not want to go to a place where she has to go down and eat her meals with other people because that's just not who she is and she's a private person and has never been very outgoing and she doesn't want to eat with other people. And I get it. I mean, I really do. I understand what she's saying. It's frustrating for us because we're like, Grandma, they would fix your meals and it would be great. And you have somebody who would come in and take care of you. And really, it it made me think of the topic for today because it's all about resisting change. And that's what she's doing. You know, I mean, she's just resisting change. She resisted it when we first told her she had to move from her trailer to this you know apartment and she hated her apartment at first and she would tell you that any chance she got she would say I hate it here I hate it and now you know we'll say well you need to go to assisted living and she'll say why I want to be in my apartment I love my apartment it's my apartment you know the the apartment that she hated two years ago you know she loves now and doesn't want to leave now and I get it you know it's It is a horrible thing to have to uproot someone and to change them, but my whole thinking with this podcast is we totally have the choice to either resist change and cause it to be so much worse than it has to be or to go with the flow and say, okay, I know that my life is taking a different turn. I can't do what I able to do before and I have to do things differently so I, you know, in this case I have to move because I can't take care of myself. And I get that it's hard for her but she's just a shining example. She could easily say I know I have to go and I'm not going to resist and I I realize, you know, it's a new opportunity. Hey, I'm going to have a new apartment. It's going to be nice. I'm going to love it. Or you can choose to say, I'm going to fight you to the nail and I'm not going to go and I'm going to make this difficult and it's going to be, you know, I'm going to lay guilt on you. But really, we have a choice in everything we do. You know, change happens all the time. It's just a part of life change happens. We can't control that. Sometimes change happens to us because of situations that are beyond our control. But we can choose how we react to that. We can either say, I'm going to fight it tooth and nail, and I'm going to make this difficult for everyone around me. Or we can just suck it up and say, you know what, I didn't choose this, but it's happening. And I can choose how I react to it. And that makes it so much better. It's so much different if we decide that we are not going to let our circumstances determine our attitude. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to say that just because this happened to us, we're going to be angry about it. We're going to stew in our own juices as it were, you know. We're not going to sit there and be mad and make our lives miserable. Because really, who are we hurting when we do that? We're hurting ourselves. And yeah, we might also hurt the immediate people around us who have to care for us. But really, we're hurting ourselves when we do that. Because we're just going to be miserable and we're going to be mad and we're just not even going to try. What does that do? Really? And I mean, I get if you're 95 years old, you may not see it that way, but you as someone who is not 95 years old could take a lesson from someone who is 95 years old and know that when change happens to us, it doesn't have to be bad. It may not have been something that we chose, but I guarantee you that it's probably for the best, whether you can see it or not things that happen to us really are happening for us. They're happening because they need it to happen. We needed something different. And if we didn't pick it or choose it, life was like, yeah, you need this to happen because you need to be shaken up a bit because you're complacent and you're not growing, you're not learning. So yeah, we're going to do this. And You choose how you want to deal with it. So do you want to deal with it by being angry, depressed, hurt? I mean, that's not a good way to react to something. You know, that's just hurting you. Those are terrible feelings. and No one wants to feel that way. Or are you going to say, yeah, this crappy thing happened to me, but maybe there was a lesson in it. And maybe I can learn to deal with it and I can make the best of it. That's a much better way to live because you can find some positive in it and you're not going to be miserable the whole time. I mean, we create our own misery. Yeah, we can't always control what happens to us, but we can control the way we react to it. We can choose to either be, yeah, angry, bitter, depressed sad? What kind of life is that? That's your life. Do you want to spend it that way? I don't. Or we can just choose to go with the flow and say, yeah, you know what? It happened. I didn't choose it, but I want to make the best of it. And that's really the best thing you can do because then you're going to move through your life with grace and ease and be happy and not be upset, mad, miserable. Those Feelings are not going to get you anywhere, and honestly, they're probably just going to make you sick, because when we have negative emotions, those in turn cause our immune system to weaken, lowers our vibration, we attract negative things, and we also make ourselves sick, and I don't know about you, but I don't want to live that way, not at all. So if there is any situation that's happening in your life that you don't have control over and that maybe you don't feel great about, you know, I didn't choose this. Why, God? I did not choose this. And I feel you. I've had situations in my life where I thought to myself, why me? Why? I did not choose this. I would not have picked this. I get it. But you know what? You can either choose to live your life in victimhood and be depressed and sad and mad and angry, and that's not going to get you anywhere except more bitter, more angry. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. Or you can choose to say, you know what? I didn't choose this but I am gonna choose to see the best in this situation and I'm gonna deal with it as best as I can and I'm gonna choose to see maybe what lesson I was supposed to learn in this because that's probably what's going on. I was pushed out of my comfort zone because I wasn't learning or growing, so what am I supposed to learn and grow today? And from there, you know, call on your team. We don't always know. I mean, sometimes we're like, what the hell? Why did you do this to me? I get it. We don't ask to be pushed into, it's like pushed into oncoming traffic. No one asks to be, have that done to them. But we might be missing a bigger picture. I mean, we don't know. Ask your team, call on your team and ask them, what was I supposed to learn? why am I going through this help me to see this through God's eyes what is the big picture here and I promise you there's a lesson you'll see it it will become apparent it might take a little while but it will and you'll say oh oh yeah yeah that's what I was supposed to learn But you can choose. It's totally in your control how you want to deal with it. Are you going to fight it? Or are you going to be graceful? Accept it, learn the lesson, and move through it. Because I guarantee you when we learn our lessons, we don't have to repeat them. And that's the wonderful thing. And I don't know about you, but there are so many lessons I've learned that I don't want to repeat. They were horrible, and I know it. And at the time, I was like, why am I going through this? And afterwards, and I learned that lesson. I'm like, God, I don't ever want to have to go through that again. And I am a firm believer that once you've learned it, you don't have to repeat it. So we can either choose to fight it or just go with it. The choice is yours. You can ask your team for help, and I highly recommend that because you are never alone. And when we ask for help, you will be amazed at what shows up for you. You don't have to go it alone. Even if you feel alone, you're not. Your team is always with you and they always wanna help you. Just ask, that's all you have to do. And trust in the process You may not know today or tomorrow, but you're going to know. They're going to provide the answers for you. And what I really want you to know from today is just don't play the victim. It doesn't work. It's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to make yourself more miserable and you're going to drag it out. Whatever challenges are facing you, step up, face them, ask for help, go with the flow, realize that there's a lesson there, and move on with grace and courage. Because if you fight it, you're going to drag it out, probably going to repeat it, and nobody wants that. I hope that you are not facing difficult times today. But I know, in reality, we all do. It's just life. We're here to learn and grow. And the only way we can is by facing things that are challenging to us. So even though I hope you're not facing anything, I'm sure you are. And I pray for grace for you, for wisdom, to know that it's okay you're gonna come out on the other side better don't be bitter bitterness is it does nothing healthy for you move through it with grace ask your team for help and you're going to come out on the other side better than you were when you started i promise you Know that I have your back. Your team has your back. You are loved. You are honored. Just be you. Don't worry about it. Learn the lessons you were meant to learn and don't fight it. I hope that you will have a wonderful day. I am sending you so much love and light. I can't wait for you to experience total joy and bliss in your life. And I know that when you learn the lessons you were meant to learn, it's going to come. So I hope that you have a wonderful, awesome life. And I will talk to you again soon. Goodbye.